my word, that's what you get when you pay a pound for six blowers from Tesco's. That's not bad, though. Yeah, but they don't really work. <laughs> Absolutely exhausted. They're kind now. of ear-friendly for parents. They are definitely, <laughs> yeah, that is true, yeah. Yeah, that's no, it's a, gone now. That's gone. putting a positive spin on things. Yeah. Anyway... Merry Christmas! Welcome to December! Yay! <laughs> it's not quite Christmas yet. Yeah. But we're getting there. We're getting there. So this year, this year, this month, we're going to be talking about a Christmas film. Surprise, surprise. And that's not the title that's of the not film. The t- no. <laughs> Although, I've got a massive list of Christmas uh, titles. Oh, okay. And um, and yeah, that, that wouldn't is sound a... out of place. Oh, right. I was just going to say, is there a Christmas Maybe film? there is. Surprise. Maybe there is. If there isn't now, uh-huh. I guarantee there will be one this time next year because they are churning those things out. <laughs> Let me say that. <gasps> so we're doing a Christmas film. We are Betty and Rita um, of the She Watchables podcast mm-hmm. um we like to watch and she watch british and otherwise non-hollywood films yeah yeah and this month is no exception and do you know what it's quite difficult isn't it to, to find british and non-hollywood christmas film it, it is actually yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of slim pickings it is actually is is one of those films that were on the list <laughs> what and oh, that's love actually oh right no, oh, love, actually. i was just gonna say what is this a parody of like Love Actually or something? <laughs> love Actually, some would say, is a parody of itself. But we'll come back to Love Actually maybe next year. This year, maybe, maybe. Year. But I might have a contender not. for it. Oh, okay. I might have one lined up already. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> well, let's let's get this month out of the way. Yes. Out of the way because we enjoyed <laughs> it so way. much. Uh, this month's <laughs> film is, of course, Nativity. Well, hey, with an exclamation mark. Uh, yes. It's not just nativity. No, because that would be boring. Yes. Oh. Nativity! <laughs> nativity! So that's what we're looking at. It's, um, oh my, I've not even written it down. When was it from? Oh, November 2009 it was released. Excellent. Well done. Yeah, Good that's my homework tick. That's, <laughs> that's you, <laughs> don't um, The synopsis. It's a nativity. Yes, but it's more than that. It is, yeah, yeah. There's, well, there's, there's a, grum- there's a grumpy plot. man. There is, yeah. Who... Is kind of a bit love sore, a bit heart sore after, oh, he is. like losing his his girlfriend, yes. and he makes him become a very grumpy teacher. And bit of a Scrooge. Yeah, a bit of a Scrooge. Uh, but he's in charge of his uh, class of primary school kids, and he is forced into leading this year's nativity. He is. Um, yeah, and, and then he's... madness and mayhem ensues. He's ably abetted by. Uh, classroom assistant, Mr. Poppy. <laughs> Mr. Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got an IMDb score of 6.5. Yeah, I thought I was pretty fair. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I've said before, if something's got an IMDb score of over 6, I'll give it a chance. Yes. Under 6, it has to have Nicholas Cage or Jason Statham. Or David Tennant for you. Oh, obviously, yes. Because yes. I think... Um, Are we going nativity. to discuss Nativity 2, Danger in the Manger? Yeah, Danger in the Manger, I think, has a lower score than 5. six. 5.4. Yeah, I was going to say it's definitely under six. But it's still watchable, <laughs> still definitely watchable. Okay. So you didn't win any awards, <clears throat> sad to say, Nativity. Mm-hmm. No, um, we didn't. But it is much beloved by many people. It is. It's. I, I feel like it's a film that kind of polarises people because I had a little look at like reviews on okay, IMDb. Okay. And... Um, <laughs> I started off looking at the low scoring reviews. Those are always the best. Because they are the best. Um, my favourite title, because you have to give your reviews a title, my favourite yeah. one was 3 out of 10, titled Pop Off Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, very polite. But yeah. It's but a U rated review. That person really didn't like the film. No. Um, but then, you know, we've got a 6 out of 10, which, you know, hey, calm yourself down. He, he called it perfectly serviceable Xmas feel good flick. I think that's a good description. Yeah. Um, and then we've got like a very enthusiastic 9 out of 10, 100% joyful. Wow. And, you know, Was I that did... Martin Freeman's mum? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> it must have been Mr. Poppy. It could have been. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. No. I, I'm I'm with the perfectly serviceable. Per- yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is perfectly serviceable. It is because it's family friendly. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we might as well get this over and done with right now. Can you watch it with your mum? Yes, absolutely. You can watch it with anyone. Anyone. There's nothing to offend. With your grandma, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. With small children. Yeah. With 
90 year olds there's nothing to offend and something I think to please everybody mm-hmm. definitely so lots of boxes ticked there yep uh, when was your first viewing of this delightful <laughs> Christmas classic? Well, it was a very dark, wintry evening last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. I mean, we, full disclosure, neither of us have got uh, small children, yeah. uh, and we are not teachers. Yeah. So this film kind of passed me by, not going to lie. Yeah, it did for me too. I just thought, this isn't going to be my kind of film. Um, so yeah, I gave it a swerve at the time. I did think that I'd watched this film, but it turns out that that was Flint Street Nativity, not Nativity. Nativity. So um, yeah, um, yeah. Last week, first time. For me. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I and I have to say, I've now watched it three times. Oh, very good. Three times because I take my job seriously. Uh, oh, okay. if <laughs> if only this was my job. <laughs> one time and then one time on fast forward. Okay. That's right. To be fair, I was putting the tree up as well. Okay, so, you know, multitasking the third time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but is it rewatchable and why or why not? I think it's more rewatchable than I initially thought. Yes. Then my first time round, I thought I'm not sure I'm going to be able to sit through this again. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you got to the actual nativity and the songs, and it was you know mm-hmm. a bit you know a bit of fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, with the exception of certain chunks, which we'll come to later. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it is too long. It is way too long. Yeah. It's yeah. an hour and 45 minutes. That's a lot for a kid. It film. could well easily be half an hour shorter, if not more. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, with, with those kind of reservations, I you know I enjoyed it. I think yeah. it is rewatchable. And if it's it not... just happened to be on TV and you were, you know, just wrapping sitting down presents. for 10 minutes yeah. or, yeah. you know, yeah, wrapping your prezzies. Yeah. You, you could watch it. Of course you could. And, yes. be, and be okay about it. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to go on the Christmas rewatchable list for Mm-mm. me. Probably does for some people. But uh, I've got a hardcore yeah. list of films I have to watch every Christmas. Yes. This isn't, this isn't going to go on it. Mm-mm. No. I, I think we'll come back to that. We'll come back yeah. to what makes a what makes a Christmas film and what makes a good Christmas film. Because otherwise we're never going to get through this film. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. So how British is it? I, it's it's very British. It's um, filmed on location in Coventry, Warwickshire, and Birmingham. The West airport, Midlands Birmingham, airport. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is also filmed very briefly in LA. Very briefly, um, but mostly it's set in. in I think England. in I think the LA bits are only the outdoor bits as well. Mm, yeah, because I think the interiors. Someone pointed out on IMDb that they've got three pin plugs <laughs> in the office, which they don't <laughs> Who's find. Who's watching those. it with that oh, much attention? Man, I have no idea. I have no idea. Who, Who is <laughs> but, this person? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's mostly in Coventry, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. And then you know, it's written and directed by British female writer director yep. uh, Debbie. It, how am I going to say? I sit. I would go. I sit. I sit. Yes. Yeah. Debbie. I sit. And uh, overwhelmingly British cast, mm-hmm. except for just a couple of the uh, US contingents, mm-hmm. including Lester from The Wire. I know you haven't seen The Wire, yeah, but Clark no Peters is Lester from The Wire. Okay. I don't actually know what his name is in this film, but he's Lester <laughs> from The Wire. I'm going to refer just to him as Lester, Lester from The Wire. Um, okay, yeah, he's he's the big Hollywood, um, the big wig. Ah, uh, okay. So always wonderful to see anyone from The Wire <laughs> in anything. So the rest, the rest of the cast, we've got um, Martin Freeman, of course, playing Mr. Maddens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Wotton as uh, Desmond Poppy. And Gordon Shakespeare. Um, I know the, the, oh, the, that, that other podcast that you know some people listen to talk yes. a lot about nomin- nomin- oh, I can't say it now. nominative determinism. Okay. Which means if you have a name, uh-huh. then you might become that person. So if you were um, a, a ah, Mr. Carpenter, you might okay. become a carpenter. Yeah. So Gordon Shakespeare here is yeah. well named. Yeah. I don't know whether he had that name or whether he's taken that name. But yes. Gordon Shakespeare. I guess Mister um, Paul Maddens is a good one as well. True. Because he is mad. A bit mad, yeah. <laughs> and Mister Poppy is very poppy. Poppy, yeah. Yes. There you go. Jason Watkins, though. Oh. The more I see him in, the more I like him. I know. Oh, as soon as I saw him, was in it. I was like, it's Herrick. Mm. <laughs> Here's the thing. Because on a little interview on the disc, he says uh, that he, he enjoyed doing the film because he doesn't normally play baddies. 
what exactly this must have been this must have been before being human then oh yeah maybe case. it was actually yeah because i see yeah. him as a bad guy he's he's yeah because to me because he's just he's exactly hilarious. yeah 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 but he's really good in this and Aww. did you know that he he can actually do handstands it's his party trick. Right, so I figured that's got to yeah, be him. Yeah, like, there's no way that was a stunt double. No. And I was so impressed. It's him, and it's a thing that he does. Yeah, put on him. Uh, last year, when when the London Marathon was cancelled, uh-huh. and everyone did that 2.6 miles of something, or 26 of something. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He attempted the world record for handstands. Aww. He attempted a 26-second handstand. I don't think he, he, uh, he achieved it, unfortunately. Good but, on him uh, for giving but, it a go. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a thing that he does. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's quite a fun. It's very random, but very fact. cool. Yeah. Uh, it's got Ashley Jensen in it, which yeah. is she's like a a British female favourite, I reckon. Definitely. She's yeah. a little bit underused in this. Yeah, she is. Yeah. And I don't. I, I'm. I'm going to be honest. I'll come back to this in in kind of nitpicks and. There's bits of the storyline, there's bits of the plot, mm-hmm. if I can use that word in inverted commas, that I don't quite understand. Yes. Really. And I keep thinking that I've seen it three times now, and I keep thinking I'm missing important stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just think that stuff is just missing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. things that, like, you're just seeing on screen, and you're like, yeah, but how, how did, did that get happen? To the... Exactly. Yeah, 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 definitely. Maybe we're picking, um, maybe we're picking We'll next, save that for nitpicks, then. We will, yeah. <laughs> Um, so Pam Ferris. Oh, it's so nice to see her playing a lovely school yes, teacher. Yeah. I mean, I know she's a bit of a nuisance to like Mr. Madden's and stuff. A little but bit. She's a hat. She in the means right place. well. Yes, and definitely. And after seeing her as a terrifying trunchbull well, in Matilda, yes. it's yeah. nice to see her as Mrs. Beverly. Yes, um, and she's pretty convincing. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. she stands up in front of the kids. Yeah. At the, at the beginning for the assembly and stuff. Definitely. Like, you would like her as your head headmistress oh, yeah. at school. Yeah. Yeah. Who else have we got? We've got Ricky Tomlinson as mm-hmm. the mer, who's obviously brilliant in everything that he's in. Mm-hmm. We've got Alan Carr. Yeah. Um, that was a nice surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, playing <laughs> the, the critic, uh, Kenneth Burns. Is it Kenneth Burns? It's a Burns. Patrick. Patrick Burns. Patrick Burns, Patrick I think. Burns. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that means that rings a bell. I think so. I just called him the critic. The critic, yeah. yeah. Well, he's definitely a Mr. Burns because he says that people who get bad reviews are referred to as Burns victims. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and did you notice that there is a point in the film where Martin Freeman calls him Alan? I didn't notice it, but I've read the, yeah. the gaff. Yeah. It is one of those. Yeah. Once you've <laughs> yeah. once you've seen it, you can't you can't then unsee it. Yeah. Um, and I suppose we should talk about the, the script um, in as much as there wasn't one. Yes. Um, and it, the whole thing's pretty much improvised. So yeah. I suppose it's difficult to go back and say, Martin, um, you called him Alan there. Can we just, can we go again with that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. If you're improvising. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I mean, there's some there's some shonky bits in it, but considering, you know, the, the vast majority of it is improvised, mm-hmm. I think it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I do too, yeah, definitely. Um, I think they shot a lot of oh, yes. footage, didn't they, yes. to sort yeah. of get this film. I guess maybe that explains why it's an hour and 45 minutes long, though. Because <laughs> so they just don't want to waste. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. they don't want to waste bits, and I guess maybe they get sentimental about certain bits of what they've filmed and they feel like they can't cut it down, whereas if you're scripting something, it's... Almost, it's your work that somebody else is sort of putting on screen for you. So maybe yeah. you're a little less sentimental about it. Maybe you're a bit more harsh. Like I have to, you know, like when you pack in your suitcase for your holiday. Yes. And yeah. then you have to take stuff out. Set, yeah. Yeah. It's maybe it's a bit more like that when you've written the screenplay and people are just following what I you've written. Know. I don't know. I would have thought it would be harder to cut your own stuff out. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe maybe for some director yes. <laughs> you know. yeah. Oh, yes. yeah but yeah i mean we'll come to best and worst lines but mm-hmm. considering that they're not lines they weren't written yeah you know i, I think it i think it's pretty good mm-hmm. you know sometimes when um i can't really think of anything else off the top of my head that were, were things are improvised but um it can be a bit indulgent can't it scenes can kind of ramble on mm-hmm. um whereas this is pretty tight yeah I mean, I know we've said it's too long, but, you know, the individual scenes are quite tight. Yeah, they are. You know, they don't ramble on to allow people to, you know, to, to, to improvise mm-hmm. until something funny happens. Yeah. 
Um, who else have we got? Um, of course, we, we shouldn't forget the kids. And I've written down in particular, I mean, the, the, there's lots of lots of children. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've singled out um, Ben Wilby, who plays Bob. Yes. Because he's amazing. He is amazing. And then if you read, did you read anything? He's not, he's not really in very much at the moment. Um, he hasn't been in very much since. Mm-hmm. But have you read his story, essentially? No, what? not. I'll, I'll just, um, there's <laughs> I got this from um, 2013 edition of Coventry Live. And the headline, the headline made me laugh, and it's perhaps a little bit unfair, but the headline says, Nativity Star 11 may have to leave Coventry to seek stardom. Okay. <laughs> Which, you know, I think it's a given. Yeah, you know, enough. it's a given. If you want to seek stardom, you've, you've got to move outside of Coventry. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but, and then it, then it continues with... Um, ben currently stars as a chef in the Harvester adverts, but dreams of a gilded career in Hollywood. Which again made me chuckle, but Aww. but then I felt really bad because um, reading on, um, apparently he, as a baby he had a problem with the plates in his skull, right? Um, okay, and he he had to have an operation mm-hmm. to to fuse all that together. And the doctors thought that he might not walk or talk. Oh, well, so the really? fact that he can you know perform and dance. Yeah, I was just gonna it, say that kid's got moves. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently he was taken to dance lessons in oh. order to you know. Just try and help Strength him. Strengthen, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's so lovely. So, um, I know, yeah. So, yeah. Go Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think he was in the sequels. Yes, a couple so of them appeared in some of the sequels, yeah, but then yeah. a lot of them I don't think sort of did anything. I know, which is a shame. That. But then having said that, they were very young at the time. Mm-hmm. We're only... 12 years on mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of them are probably still Early doing their A-levels, aren't they? Levels, aren't they? Really? We need yeah. to, you know, cut them a little bit of slack. Yeah. Um, there's every chance that they could come out and, uh, you know, and, and star in something. Yeah. Very soon. You never know. Apparently the adult cast only had about um, about two hours a day with the kids. Oh, right. Um, because of rules. Right, okay. Um, one would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty good that they got all that. All that good stuff out of them. It is actually. Yeah. Mm. Do you have a connection to Richard Curtis? <laughs> I do, but it's just so cheaty. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I struggled with this. Martin Freeman was in love, actually. Oh, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there I you feel go. like that's a terrible cheat. No, it isn't. But I just thought it isn't. He was in love, actually. Who did he play in love, actually? Um, really block that out. He was the um, the adult video star. <gasps> You're right. Yes. yes. Of course he was. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I think he's only in it for a short, a very short while. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who's in that. I can picture the yeah. actress's face as well, but I can't remember her name. That's terrible. I've completely. But yeah, the, the, whole they don't have it. a like a, a like ongoing chunk of story really Mm -hmm. you only just sort of see them like meeting on the set of the adult video and then like they obviously take a shine to each other actually and and end up going out on a date at the end of it Mm -hmm. footnote martin freeman plays john in love actually who's a professional body double he gets along famously on set with judy played by joanna page but they're both very shy in real life. They eventually go on a date to the Christmas pageant, which involves many of the other cast. It's one of the least annoying subplots in Love Actually, which is probably why I forgot all about it. That's, well, there you that's go. it. So I I'm really sorry that was a complete that. and utter cheat. It's, complete, it's not a cheat. No, well, it's, it's not just, a cheat. It just shows you, you know, what we're always saying about the interconnectivity of British films. I suppose so. I've got one that goes slightly, slightly longer. Yeah, I bet you've got a good Just slightly one. longer. Mm-hmm. So Jason Watkins played Evil Herrick in Being Human, mm-hmm. as we know. Um, Being Human was created by Toby Whithouse. Mm-hmm. Um, he played Alistair in Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, okay. For which Richard Curtis co-wrote the screenplay. Cool. Oh, that's a good so, one. It's not a bad one. It's not See, a bad that's one. someone it, who's avoided. actually put like time into their homework <laughs> a star you get an a star so i don't get detention no i think i get detention Excellent. <laughs> what are your favorite scenes 
Do you have any favourite scenes? Got, I, I do. I've actually I've kind of got too many. I mean, this you know, the opening scene I think is absolutely brilliant because it's like all cheery, happy, like Santa yeah. Christmassy music, and they're obviously doing like this Christmas review and uh-huh. it's introducing the characters. But I just love how here comes Santa Claus kind of starts off in like this really like cheery sort of setting uh-huh. but as the scene goes on you realise that none of the three main characters are really happy no. with <laughs> their life <laughs> and what they're actually doing yeah. and they hate the fact that they're doing this Christmas review and they're only elves and they're not Santa <laughs> and yeah I just I think it's really funny yeah. like some of the banter that goes on in that scene but also like with the music playing in the background here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus. But it starts that... to get a bit twisted. I was going like, to say, oh. I've always found that song a little bit creepy. Well, it definitely started to get a creepy yeah. edge to it for me, like, listening to it on... I think I think it, it was in um, Phoenix Nights as well, oh, okay. with some, like, um, a performer that had this, like, creepy doll or something. <laughs> so I always think of that. It's like, I, I just find it a bit of a creepy song anyway. So, yeah, you're right. It, there's, there's a, there's a dark edge mm-hmm. to, to there that is. first scene, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got um, <laughs> Gordon brainstorming how to... Um, how to beat Saint Bern? Yes. Is it Saint Bernadette's uh, yeah. nativity? And um, I know this doesn't come under favourite lines, but it's just this is a good line from that scene uh-huh. where he's he's trying to um, sell the idea of doing a story about King Herod. Yes. For instead of like the nativity as it normally is, and he's like, King Herod craving for the minds and body and blood of the children. <laughs> One of my favourite scenes is the Herod. Oh, right. I yeah. think it's brilliant. Yeah. And what I love about it is um, in like in a different film, he would be full on into it mm-hmm. and the kids would be like, oh, he's a bit creepy, mm-hmm. you know, and they'd be a bit scared of him and, you know, and like... But the, I love that the kids are really into it. Oh, yeah. After he says that, he says, who wants to be Herod? And they all put their hands like, me, me. Yeah. And they're all properly into they're it. like little monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're all like little mini Garden Shakespeare's, yeah. aren't they? So yeah. I love that. And yeah, I love the Herod performance. The doll. It's so dark. <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> I love it. Oh, um, like the critic. Mr uh-huh. Burns sits there looking absolutely mortified and terrified but at the end he's just like he's a lovey exactly. and he's got to and he's like oh, I've got to love this I've got to love this yes yeah and it's like really he's just terrified of what yes. he's just seen yeah that is very funny that scene. yeah that that is yeah that's one of my favorite bits the auditions as well I like the auditions oh I know yeah the, I the, love the teenage little girl singing teenage dad <laughs> yeah, that's really it's good it's just too cute <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think they're my favourite bits. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Mr Poppy's warm-up as well, when he's getting the kids warmed up before they start doing <laughs> yeah. the rehearsals. Yeah. How it starts off just like a really good, fun warm-up and then it gets a little bit wrong with some yeah, of the Yeah, it does, doing. it does, yeah. And, yeah, and Mr Maddens is just like, no, he's not doing that really, is he? <laughs> it doesn't quite cross the line, you know. It doesn't, it doesn't make it out of you territory. No. You know, there's just little bits that you'd pick up on if you're watching yes. mostly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are your favourite lines? Well, the one in the opening of the film when Mr. Madison's, yeah, you know the line, when Mr. Madison says, I'm going to become a primary school teacher (laughs) and Jen and Gordon both just look at him like he's grown two heads or something, you know. And they both say, those that can't teach and those that can't can't teach, teach teach primary. primary. And it's like, what? That is so rude. And I have so many friends that are primary school teachers, so I'm not allowed to laugh at that. (laughs) Yeah, we're laughing, but we're not really. (laughs) We're not really. We know it's a very, very difficult job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've written that down. That is one of my favourite lines. It is very funny. And going back to um, uh, Gordon planning his, his nativity alternative mm-hmm. um, when he's talking about what, what they need to do and he said we need to do something that Americans don't understand but love <laughs> <laughs> I like that yeah <laughs> also the bit where um, where Gordon and um, Mr Madden what's his first name? Paul Paul yeah Gordon and Paul are mm. the first meet up in the garden centre. Yes. And he says, and he's, and he's spinning this tale and it's getting out of control uh-huh. about the fact that Hollywood are coming to uh, to watch the nativity. And he says, and they're going to make a film. Yep. 
and a book. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing to say. Why would they make a book out of it? Would that really make me laugh? I know, I missed that the first time round watching it, but the second time I picked it up and I was like, oh yeah, that is good. Yeah. Um, I like one of Gordon's other lines as well. <laughs> We're going to be washed up by the age of ten. <laughs> and the kids look like really worried about it. Yeah. Um, I like um, I put that plug in and it all exploded at the end when everything goes wrong <laughs> and you know that's kind of one you can use in real life I think yeah you know, because, actually you know, that's like, true you know it does happen yeah um, and another one that I have heard people use in real life mostly my primary school teacher friends has everyone had a poo in a week <laughs> <laughs> it's always better to be safe it than is sorry. absolutely yeah and one that I wrote down which um I don't know. I don't know where Martin Freeman was at at this point when he was filming this. Whether he uh, knew about the Hobbit, whether that was on its way, mm-hmm. whether I don't know if it, I don't know where Sherlock came in. But obviously, there's a bit where he just walks down the corridor and says, "I'm going to Hollywood," oh. and I'm sure that was just something that just happened and yeah. it was entirely coincidental. Mm-hmm. But I did think, "Yeah, you are, mate, as well, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, you Fair are enough. going to Hollywood." Playing exactly well. the same character as this, but with big hairy feet. See, do you think? <laughs> I wrote this down, actually, because when we did Layer Cake, we said it was obviously the Bond audition. It was Daniel Craig's Bond yes. audition. Did you really think that this is Martin Freeman's Hobbit um, <laughs> audition? I think all of Martin Freeman's career has been <laughs> Hobbit <laughs> audition. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, he's just really good at playing... The put-upon every man. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Yeah, and just depend, and and he just does different levels of grump. Yes, sorry, Martin Freeman, I do love you, and you know, but you're right though. Yeah, it, yeah, he he plays pretty much the same character and everything. I don't think that's any fault of his own. No, he's it's just good just, at he's it. Just that's what he's good at doing that. Because, yeah, yeah, it is. It's what he's good at. There's parts, there's there's bits in this film where he's not even saying anything, and his face is just really expressive when he mm-hmm. goes to. Um, and he goes to get Mr. Poppy at the end and he's apologising to him. And yeah. his face just does something. Yeah. That's just like, you can tell he's upset and he doesn't want to carry on talking and, you know. And he's, he's just a very good facial actor, yeah. isn't he? he is. Yeah. Footnote. The first of the three long Hobbit films was shot between March and July 2011. But the pre-production process was so long and laboured that it's quite conceivable that Martin Freeman was aware of his casting at the time of filming Nativity. Sherlock ran from 2010 to 2017, so we'll forgive him his absence from the Nativity sequels. He was a very busy man. Back to favourite lines just for a second. I've got to get this one in um, from Ricky Tomlinson mm-hmm. um, when he meets um, Mrs Bevan. Yeah. Well, he's Lord Moe and he meets Mrs Bevan and yeah. he says... I love it just because of his Scouse accent as well. You look like a Christmas cracker. Let's hope you get pulled. <laughs> it's like, what a line. And, you know, he kind of does uh, continue yeah, well, to... Yeah, seem to... Uh, Where's Mr. Bevan? Yeah. Ah, good point. I mean, we're assuming Mr. Bevan's no longer on the scene, maybe. Maybe she's a widow. That's never, oh, cl- that's never yeah, cleared maybe. up, though, is it, really? You it's know? not. It's you not. Know, no, it's definitely that's true. And, again, I've, I've written down in favourite lines. It's not necessarily a favourite line, but her speech uh, before the nativity mm-hmm. is unexpectedly heartfelt. Oh, it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a bit of a silly film, you know, mm-hmm. and silly stuff going on. But when she says, you know, don't expect too much of the kids and then tells herself off, yeah, you know, and says nobody expects anything of these kids, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's really quite a touching. It made me bit. feel like um, the speech at the end of Brass Off from yes. Danny Ormondor. Yeah, definitely. It was like it was that, like yeah, that gritty. Yeah, definitely. I was like, yes, yeah. You get them told. Yeah, agreed. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like that, and you know, presumably, I don't know. I suppose that they are uh, improvising, mm-hmm. but I guess that they're allowed to go away and write something themselves yeah. aren't they I don't mm-hmm. know if that was prepared but um, but yeah I like that I like that mm-hmm. that heartfelt bit um, any worse lines um, do you know I didn't really think too much about worse lines no I'll be honest I, I didn't I didn't um, nothing kind of jumped out at me in particular I've got I've got some issues with the with some of the lines out of the songs oh okay just, just a few okay. particularly 
it's the first time ever Christmas Eve. How yeah, do you know okay. that? How do you know that in, in in hindsight? Yeah. You know, if you're on Christmas Eve, how do you how know, do it's, you Christmas know that it's Christmas Eve? Yeah, that is a exactly. good point. You know, yeah. logical fail. <laughs> <laughs> Should we put that under, is it far-fetched is it or far- something? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've got a whole second for is it far-fetched. <laughs> um, what, was, what was the other... Um, Oh, in the uh, in the star, uh, in the in the song about the star, a cheeky drink, a naughty wink. Mm-hmm. Really, Th- those those songs are just a little bit uh, on the risque side. Yeah, a little. I was little thinking that. Weird. I guess a little actually. bit weird. Yeah, the four kings are following the star, mm-hmm. seemingly because they fancy it. <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure how that yeah. works out. No, uh, a little bit odd. Little bit odd. Um, yeah, and I don't know. It's not not a worse line per se, but I don't like the bit. I suppose we'll get on to which bits we don't like. But I don't like the bit where Mister Poppy's been sacked and Mister um, Madden is teaching the class and he's teaching them boring things, mm-hmm. and they're all sulking and saying, "If Mister Poppy, um, if Mister Poppy were here, we'd be doing the play." Yeah, and Mister Madden's responds by saying, "You're quite right in disappearing off." And I know that's how it has to work because mm-hmm. that's how it's you know it's a film and there's yes. a you know storyline. Story I understand that, but it's Mister Poppy that got himself and Mister Madden sacked in the first place by it basically is. abducting some children yes. and taking them to America <laughs> without anyone's permission. Yeah, um, and the fact that that Martin Freeman's character takes that on board from the kids mm-hmm. and goes do you know what you're absolutely right I need to go and get him back rather than saying he's made his bed and he's, he's well, going to actually, have to children, this is a very good time to learn about lying exactly <laughs> and yeah. how wrong it is yes yes um, so that whole that whole scene where they're all cross at him mm-hmm. and he actually takes it on the chin and says no you're quite right he's right and I'm wrong and we need to do the play I understand yeah. it's, it's got to happen that way but yeah. I just think that scene could have been done better mm-hmm. um, because it is to be fair that, that at that point it's Mr Poppy's fault I know it's, it all comes about because of the yeah. misunderstanding and the lie mm-hmm. but you know yeah yeah yeah. I, 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 yeah I just don't like that scene I think it's clumsy yeah. um, anything else that you want to fast forward or check your social media um, I'm not a big fan of the scenes that kind of make Jen out to be just like some sort of heartless. Like we look at films from a female we perspective. Do. Do. That's yep. part of our remit. It's yep. what we do. And I don't feel like this film represents her character in a good way because no, she is made out to be a villain at the start where she is unsupportive of Paul choosing to be a primary school teacher. Yep. Which I think, I guess they're trying to make a joke out of that. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't come across as very funny and it just makes her seem like a really mean person. Yeah, and to be fair, he's actually getting on with his life, isn't he? Yeah. Do you know what? This isn't working. I'm going to go and get a proper job. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, absolutely nothing wrong with his choice. And then it shows you like later on that there's um like a clip where he's remembering like happy christmas times yes. that they had together yeah. and things like that and then there's another flashback then where he's like sat down and it's still christmas time yeah uh, and he's like really happy like looking at presents under the tree and obviously we find out a few seconds later he's about, he's to, about propose to propose to her propose, and yeah. she's just sat there with a big face on her yeah and just gets up and walks away but with no explanation as to why see this is part of this is one of the plot holes that, yeah. I, that I was i thought do i have i missed it so when i watched it the second time uh-huh. i paid particular attention to have i missed why they actually broke up mm-hmm and it's just not there, it's is it? It's just not there, no. And I feel like, okay, if you spent 10 months editing this 120 yeah, hours of yeah, footage yeah. that, you know, Debbie did, uh-huh. um, you know, I get that you've got to cut some bits, but I'd take an extra minute's worth of this film for some explanation exactly, as to yeah. why she's the way she is. Because he's about to propose to her and she's about to leave. So they're on different pages for some reason. Yeah, and you have no What's idea how on? they got there because he said, he hope, opens the film saying that basically he was a grump and he never really did Christmas. Uh-huh. But when he fell in love with Jen, yeah. she made him fall in love with Christmas too. And yeah. like that was like the happy time of year and everything. And then it shows you all these bits where she's yeah. 
Yeah, not so. It doesn't matter. No, we don't get an explanation. So then she goes to America to be a secretary. So if the film basically doesn't make sense, does it? I guess it the doesn't. actual, you know, maybe we're just over, you know, <laughs> over scrutinising it. But you're right. It is a film, maybe not designed. It we're not its target audience. No, are we? absolutely not. No, no, we're not. So um, I could fast forward some of those bits because yeah. it just makes me feel a bit sad for her character that she's been written that way. Yeah, Jen is the one that brings Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So she has agency. She can't be replaced by a lamp. That's one of the other. Um, it's not. It's not part of the Beckdale <gasps> test. This is another. This is another test. I can't remember the name. But if there are if there are plenty of women in the film, yes. but they could be replaced by a lamp with a post-it note, <laughs> um, then that's not a good. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good mom movie. And yeah, she certainly couldn't be replaced by a lamp. No, she couldn't. Um, that's true. So you know, she she does get Hollywood uh, to come, and she does make uh, Mr. Madden's happy mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So, you know, she's got agency. We've got uh, Mrs. Bevan, who's the head teacher, who, you know, she, she obviously she doesn't want the nativity to go ahead, but once the once it, it's there, she mm-hmm. supports it, doesn't she? Wants yeah, to, you know, that's wants true. to put it yeah. on. So we have got women in positions of power. Yes. In this film, but it, like you say, I don't think I don't think Jen is particularly well represented as a character, Mm-mm. really. And yet, yeah. again, we have a plot hole. How does she get Hollywood to come over? Because Hollywood isn't coming over because, mm-hmm. quite rightly, they have thousands of nativities over in America. Why would they come to Coventry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then they do. I know. And again, another minute of footage <sighs> yeah. explaining how that happened would have been terrific, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, it did make me chuckle when she's trying to convince her um, producer boss mm-hmm. to go to Coventry. Yeah. And she's like... I make your tea every day, yeah. and I do yeah. your mail, and I do this, and I do that. And while she was saying these things, I was like, but that's, that's your, your job. job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that's literally what he says. Yeah. But yeah. that's your job. That's and what she's we pay like, you to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know, because I was thinking so that. So you nothing. Please don't, yeah, I thought, please don't let this sway you, because that is literally her job, and obviously yeah. it doesn't, so I quite like that bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, we don't we don't see what happens after that. No, we don't. It, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. Not really. No. I could fast forward the whole of Hollywood. Yes. Um, it's almost it. like a British sitcoms on holiday thing, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. we've got to get out of this school, we've got to get out of the country for some reason. Um, I, and, and there's no reason for it whatsoever. I know, I don't get it either. I mean, I couldn't find anywhere what the budget for this film was, but all I could think is maybe they had some money left over and Possibly. thought, let's go to LA for like a couple of days. Maybe Martin Freeman had um, an audition for The Hobbit. Maybe. And they were just, you know, well, while you're out there, yeah. just film yourself. Take these two small children with <laughs> just you. Just walk up and down a beach. Um, we'll get some footage, but... Be grumpy in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that just that whole just sneaking onto the set and oh, mm-hmm. just no, it's it's just it's silly, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I could do without that whole. Thing. I mean, that poor security guard when he falls over looks like he really hurts himself. He and does. They just drive off and leave it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is America. If you did that, you would get shot. <laughs> I was just going to say, at a minimum, you'd <laughs> yeah, be getting tasered. Exactly. And it doesn't yeah. matter yeah. if you're like a seven-year-old, yeah, including child. the children. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> Sorry, we maybe get... we're being a bit harsh on America. <laughs> Should we get on to is it a bit far fetched? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, it... I, I could I just quickly sorry, I could fast forward the bits where um Mr. Maddens is just shouting at the kids in the classroom too. Yes. Well I get this ties into is it a bit far fetched? Because yeah. I had to ask uh, my primary school teacher friends surely you don't get detention in primary school no you don't no you don't you absolutely don't Mm-mm. so that's nonsense isn't it where he's, he's giving them all detention apparently you can get five minutes taken off your break if you're particularly yeah. naughty i mean the poor but, teachers uh, have had to put up with you being annoying all day they're definitely exactly. not going to want to have a half you. hour extra of they you don't. at the end of the day no. so they don't do that they really don't <laughs> but i suppose that comes down to the fact that these are actors mm. and not primary school teachers and they're improvising that's true. You know, so they're just yeah. saying whatever, you know. Whatever yeah, because it kind of seems like it's, like the way he's acting as a primary school teacher is what a, a child would act exactly. as a primary yeah, school teacher. Like, definitely. Where they just yell at everybody yeah. and threaten them with yeah. detention. That That's exactly what you'd expect a child to yeah. be 
doing. But then saying yeah. that someone can't audition because they've been in a fight and uh-huh. then allowing them to audition. Yeah. Ten seconds later. Well, I think that's because he was guilted into it, wasn't he? Because the the kid, like, I didn't pick it up the first time I watched it, but right. on my fast forward rewatch, uh-huh. um, she watched. Sorry, um, the little lad whose name I forget because it's Ollie and Alf. Yes. and I can't remember which one. He, yeah. Um, he says, "I knew you wouldn't want me audition," and then he's yeah. like. So mm. I think he's just like proper so. guilted into yeah. it. But yeah, um, it were to start on the is it a bit far-fetched business. Primary school kids don't get detention. Kids do not learn songs that quick. They just can't. They, they just don't. I mean, to be fair, I noticed in that scene that they switch the second and third lines round. Oh, right. So when Mr. Poppy starts singing the um, Nazareth yes. song... Uh-huh. The second and third lines, he sings, um, this is where boy meets girl, and right. then our city yeah. is joyful. It's like the third yeah. line. Uh-huh. Sorry, I can't even remember the You do very well to remember that um, much. <laughs> but when the kids sing it back, uh-huh. they sing those two lines the other way around, which is right. obviously that they've just decided to switch it filming in the scene. Right, But yeah. I guess yeah. you're right. Kids can't learn they lyrics can't. out of <laughs> <laughs> And they'll all... Like in unity, get the lyrics the wrong way around. Yes, <laughs> it's far fetched. It is far fetched. Very far fetched. Um, the um, the field trips. Mm-hmm. There's paperwork to be done when you do field trips, and you definitely can't take kids to a hospital maternity ward. You can't. I don't think you can just take primary school kids to a hospital Any, full no, stop for a no. trip. You can't take them anywhere without getting forms filled out in trip mm-hmm. tickets. So mm-hmm. that that wouldn't happen. Um, certainly not the farm. Um, yeah, as you say, the maternity ward. You really, really can't take kids out of the country without permission. Actual you just proper can't. permission. And where did he get the passports from? Exactly. If he's got the how? passports, how come he couldn't get actual written permission from the parents? Yeah. None of the, the whole Hollywood thing I could just lose <laughs> for so many different reasons. Yeah. It's just terrible mm. yeah, even if you've suspended your disbelief up to that point yeah it that's it's it's difficult to take that it is um <laughs> lowering angel gabriel oh, man. from the top you can't of the that. cathedral yeah you can't do that it's not happening no i mean it looks cool it's very funny yeah no yeah. i hope that kid got to do it for real because i bet he had a great time doing that I think he. No, I don't know whether it was. Like he did it yeah, me. I don't know whether he he was lowered from the very top. He was definitely lowered from somewhere. Yes. Yeah. I'm presuming very very safely. Yeah. But yes, you couldn't do that in a school play. No, you definitely could not. not. Um, the other far fetched bit is a little primary school. Any any primary school having a budget to make all those costumes, yes. all those props, uh-huh. all that scenery, mm-hmm. also. All the costume changes that the kids have to go through throughout the nativity, yeah. and there's only Mr. Poppy and Mr. Madden's helping yeah. them. Yeah. That's not happening. No. No. That would be all hands on deck. I suppose I'll play devil's advocate here and say that they were getting some sponsorship. Okay, yeah. So enough. that could have paid for some of the equipment. Yeah, fair enough. But, but yeah. I mean, you can't just put on an event like that in a public space. Mm-mm. You can't. If no. you turned up having that performance has been cancelled, yeah. you've turned up with all your gear on the back of a lorry. Where's the lorry, actually? There was no lorry. <laughs> no How did they get all the gear there? Anyway, you know, um, you turn anyway. up there, the police are going to turn up pretty sharply and move you on. That, yeah. that just wouldn't wouldn't happen. Mm-mm. And the, the most important far-fetched point, it's 21.1 miles to the nearest zoo. <laughs> Where did the camels come from? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you can't just rent a camel. Maybe there's a, a petting zoo nearby with somewhere. camels. With, <laughs> with camels, yeah, maybe. I guess so. Maybe, maybe. 
but you know it's more likely that they came from Tricross Zoo and you can't just break some camels out can you just for a for a thought so the whole thing I shouldn't we shouldn't be talking like this because we actually we basically enjoyed the film we did we? enjoy the film yeah but, but you know, it doesn't you make still nip, yeah it doesn't make any sense at all the more you talk about it the more you think about it yeah. the worse it you know it, it goes down in your estimation <laughs> but um, yeah who was your um, MVP um, I, I think Mr Poppy yeah yeah I think there's there's no question mm-hmm. really I mean he's insufferable at the beginning <laughs> completely insufferable <laughs> Um, and yeah, there's absolutely no excuse for abducting children and taking them out of the country. That's, that's you know, unforgivable. Um, but in terms of actually moving the plot along and actually moving the, the nativity along, mm-hmm. there's no question yeah. that it's Mr. Poppy, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, he comes up with the, the excuse for getting in touch with Jen, yeah. telling the dog blew up, you know, which is <laughs> genius. That. You know, um, what, how shall I say it's died? They won't ask. Well, true, <laughs> isn't it? It's a fair point. Yeah, no, you yeah, wouldn't. You wouldn't. True. So you know, he gets all that moving. Mm-hmm. He does. You know, he's, yeah. he's despite despite appearances, he actually kind of does know what's going on, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. I think he, I, he makes things happen. I know you said he's un- insufferable at the start, but I absolutely love him. Really, like, I love him because it's just when he's outside playing with the kids. And yeah. Mr. Madden's yelling at him to come inside and he's like, I can't, I've been tagged, I've been tagged. He's <laughs> <laughs> literally like, he's just, he's just another kid. He is. But I think this is, I, I think what you what you feel about Mr. Poppy mm-hmm. and Mr. Madden's, I think this reveals an awful lot about one's personality. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does. I'm kind of on Mr. Madden's side for most of the film. Yeah. Even though, you know, again, it's it's classic. It's a classic narrative, isn't mm-hmm. it? They each learn something from one another. They do, don't they? Yeah, you know. Yeah, Mister Poppy learns that you do have to take responsibility sometimes, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, for things, and life's not just all a big game. Yeah. Um, and Mister Madden's learns to lighten up, big and time. to eat big time, and enjoy Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Um, I also just as a little mini MVP, I also put Bob in. Oh, Bob! Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because and I put amazing cuteness and his breakdancing's awesome and I love the scene where he comes in and says, I wanna be a king Yeah. <laughs> and then just like starts like rapping at him. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. There's some brilliant um stuff. Uh, there's a featurette on the D V D and they show you some of the outtakes from the uh <laughs> from from the auditions mm-hmm. and he says he wants to be an innkeeper. Right. Because the innkeeper swears all day. <laughs> Absolutely no idea where he's got that from. Uh, okay. And obviously, Martin Freeman and and um, and uh, Matt Wotton, Matt Wotton, mm-hmm. um, they're they're as nonplussed as uh, as we are. Yeah. And they say, well, you know, well, we d- we don't really want any any swerving in this <laughs> film anyway, you know. And then he says, do you want me to tell you some swear words? And someone from the back of the room just goes, no. <laughs> Total scallywag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, he's fab. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did see, there was just, just trying to do a bit of research on him, again, just to find out if he, if he has done anything since. And uh, there was a headline um, when you Google his name that says, um, Bob from Nativity is, um, he's, he's 15 now and you won't believe how different he looks. Like, well, of course he looks <laughs> different. It's <laughs> <laughs> like nine years older. Oh, of course, it looks me. different. It's hardly shocking, is it? <laughs> is there any running? Not a lot of running. There's the running when Saint Bernadette's go legging it after the Saint Oswald when they have the run the spy. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. that's about it. Is, is there any good food? I, I do enjoy Mr. Poppy's lunchbox. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> the beginning of the film when he's eating out of his lunchbox like yeah. the rest of the kids because he that. is just yeah he, he is, is just he's a big kid. Um, That's the only food I could think of. In the there's film. quite a lot of breakfast, as you'd expect, you know, mm. with it being a, a school-based film. Uh, Mr. Madden's and his dog Cracker have toast and eggs for breakfast. Oh, they do. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Carey's always eating. Whenever you see him, he's okay. eating something. I never noticed. Yeah, but he is, though. Yeah, I noticed. And then on subsequent rewatches, it's like he's taking sandwiches to the theatre. He's like, oh, he's never okay. not eating. Right. So I don't know if he's got any good food, but <laughs> he's always eating something. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I don't. this probably comes under best lines as well, but when um, 
when Mr. Madden's is sounding out the, the priest mm-hmm. about whether it's okay to tell white lies. And he says, you know, if someone makes you a bad meal and you say, oh, that was delicious, you know, is that okay? <laughs> and he says, dead straight face, if you pick the woman up on a cooking, the next time you might get a decent meal. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's a, it's a fair love, argument. I love Martin Freeman's face at that point, though, because yeah. you kind of go in, is his character going oh, well, damn, he's got me there. Or is he going, <laughs> that's so sexist? Yeah. <laughs> Has it dated? I don't think... The only thing that I picked up on um, being dated is the reference to Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Could edit that bit out now. Could, yeah. Could lose that, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But it's just a thing of its time. That yeah, They were the people you went to at that time if you wanted to get something made. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm not sure Martin Freeman would have had much chance. Um, <laughs> no, but, probably uh, not. No. Uh, but yeah, they could, they could definitely take that out. Uh, mm-hmm. The rest of it, I think, is fairly yeah. timeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure it, if it was made today, there's probably better ways you could get in touch with someone or track somebody down in America. You know, mm, true. And like just posting someone a DVD, I'm sure you could. There are there are myriad social media, yeah, yeah, ways you'll be able to uh, to do that. Um, is it COVID safe? No, no, not really. Nativities are a little bit up in the air at the moment, aren't they? Are they? Apparently, so without wanting to get political, apparently yeah. the government have given no guidance and said that you know. Schools need to, you know, decide whether they want to put them on or not. Oh, okay. You know. Right. Uh, I don't think there's been any mention of doing risk assessments or anything like that. You know, it's just it's up to them whether they want to it's or up not. To you. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Some of them are going ahead. Some of them are going online. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Although, mm-hmm. the nativity that's in this film is outdoors. Well, that's true. So... You yeah. know, I guess that is a bit yeah. more COVID safe. Ventilation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, could it start a franchise? Do we need a prequel or sequel? Definitely don't need a prequel. No, although, again, a, a five-minute um, preamble explaining exactly why <laughs> Jen left. <laughs> that, that would be helpful. Yeah. That would be helpful. That we don't, we don't need helpful. a whole film. No. But, yeah, that would be helpful. It, it doesn't even need five minutes. No. No. Um, as for the sequels... <laughs> I've only seen two. I haven't seen uh, Dude, Where's My Donkey? <laughs> Which got 3.7 I was just going to say, I think that was the lowest scoring of the Nativity sequels, yeah, 3.7. Yeah. Um, Nativity Rocks got 4.4 stars. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, d- I'm, I'm not going to go and search out these uh, sequels out. Not no, really. No. no. I, I might return to, to two. <laughs> Um, just for a little tenant fix. <laughs> I did enjoy it. It is rubbish, but you know, but I did you enjoy just it. watch Doctor Who again. I guess fair. so. But now I'm kind of interested to see what, what Bob's up to and the other kids are oh, up to in the true, second actually. film. So, you know, yeah. that uh, obviously Martin Freeman's not in the second film because he was all hobbity at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we, we don't need any, we certainly don't need any more sequels. I think that's fair no, to but say. there was one as recent as 2018. That's insane. I know. Yeah. And a musical, apparently. Um, yeah, Actual and musical. A musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to be it, fair, the music's amazing. It is, it? actually. As I said, the lyrics are somewhat odd uh, to some of the songs. But, yeah, it is. But if you're not, a, you're not a lyricist, then, you know, they're not terrible, are they? No. And I think not, it was no, written by Debbie Isaac and her partner. They, they make um, sense. Nicholas Ager. I like the, um, you know, I like the song um, that Gabriel sings, you know, where he's telling, her, telling Mary that she's, she's going to be pregnant. You're going to need some mm-hmm. bigger pants. <laughs> Tired every day for about a year, morning sickness and evening wind, even though you haven't sinned. You know, that's just yeah. theologically sound. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I'm having that. Yeah. Um, and funnily enough, I asked, um, I asked my friends uh, to... Um, 13 year olds I hope I'm not doing them a disservice there um, if they'd seen it mm-hmm. and um, they're quite you know they're quite film uh, cine literates and said yeah it's not that good a film is it and then both of them broke into she's the brightest star I've ever seen <laughs> so you know those songs are yeah. getting in there even though they don't really like they the, are you catchy know. tunes exactly. I've been yeah. walking around singing sparkle and shine exactly. for like three days yeah. now yeah yeah so, you know, maybe yeah. a musical wasn't a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no more sequels. No. Please, no, no more sequels. No more. Um, 
So, yeah. Christmas films. Mm-hmm. In general. I mean, this is, there is no doubt this is a Christmas film. No, no doubt. doubt in anyone's mind that this is a Christmas film. No. Um, there, there are obviously other films that are, you know, debated whether they are or not. Yeah. What, what's your take on what, what makes a Christmas film a Christmas film? Well, I think, for me, it's got to be set in December. Okay. Entirely in December. Not entirely in December, but it's it's got to be like... sizable So I put yeah. December and then leading to Christmas Day. Right, yes. yes. So it's kind of, it's got to be in and that vicinity and yeah. that's got to be like its end goal is yeah. Christmas Day. Uh-huh. Um, I was chatting to a few people at work mm-hmm. and one of them said, oh, you know, like your main character's got to have like a sort of epiphany. Yes. They, they've got to have like a transformation from being... What yeah. they were to something better. Well, funny enough, we've, we've skipped over other film references because I don't really think there were any. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, I think, um, Alan Carr references um, the Three Colours trilogy um, when he's talking about uh, Gordon Shakespeare's uh, one of his nativity plays. Right. Um, but other than that, there's hardly any film references, apart from, I've written down, it's a Scrooge storyline. Yeah, it? it kind of is. Yeah, yeah like you say, yeah. the transformation, the epiphany thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've kind of got to have a happy ending as well. Yeah. You've got to have a happy ending. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know there are Christmas films out there that they are based on at the set at Christmas time and things. And, you know, I think someone uh, mentioned, is it Krampus or Krampus, something like yes. that? Yeah, yeah. I've not seen it. Yeah. Horror film? It is. It is, Set yeah. at Christmas. It is. Yeah. I don't um, know how that ends. No. But I'm guessing... I'm if guessing it's, if it's not a, a happy ending. Well, I don't know if it's a horror film. You know, usually, at the end of a horror film, the, you know, bad guy, the monster, <coughs> you know, meets a sticky end. Yeah, I guess so. So... I guess so. What about you? Have you got any... I mean, I, I'm going to be... It's the season of goodwill. Uh-huh. You know, peace and love to all mankind. So I'm going to be quite um, uh, flexible, I think, on, on my ruling. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes... Things just become a Christmas film, even even it might just be a Christmas film in your household. Yes. Because you watch it a lot mm-hmm. at Christmas. Um, I was talking with someone the other day about The Wizard of Oz, because mm-hmm. some people would class that as a Christmas film, yeah, despite yeah. the fact that it's not Christmassy at, at all, all. Yeah. but it always used to be on at Christmas. Yeah. So you'd always watch it at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I saw something on, um, on a Facebook group the other day where someone was saying that Paddington had become a Christmas film yeah. in their house because they always watch it at Christmas. It's a family, you know, feel-good, heartwarming film. They always watch mm-hmm. it at Christmas. So, I don't know. As I say, I'm feeling I'm feeling charitable and I'm thinking maybe a Christmas film is whatever you say it is. Yeah. Well, again, one of my colleagues at work said that to her, Jaws is a Christmas film. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Just because it was like a tradition that after yeah. dinner they'd all sit down and I think and it was her dad's favourite film. Wow. So we used to always put Jaws on yeah. and then they'd all just fall asleep watching Jaws. Oh, that's interesting. Which is great. Yeah. yeah. And very random. It is. It is. Um, but yeah, I'm with you on that. It is kind of what you make it. Yeah. You know. I think, unfortunately, there seems to be an industry churning these things out. Yes. This is, I wrote these down. Mm-hmm. These are on Channel 4. This week, channel four. It might be channel five, actually. Uh, you know, apologies if you're trying to strap these down. You don't know what channel. <laughs> um, <laughs> this week, yes. This week, this week. Double Christmas, a Christmas to cherish, on the twelfth date of Christmas. Christmas a la carte, grounded for Christmas. Christmas cuisine of love, the Christmas swap, Christmas under the stars, a royal Christmas engagement, a very charming Christmas town. A Christmas movie Christmas. Now that sounds a bit meta. <laughs> what that's about. Uh, a kiss for Christmas. Oh, this is my favourite. A pastry shop Christmas. Oh, okay, that sounds a bit I could more get on board with that one. Mm-hmm. Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. <laughs> a Christmas break. Angel Falls, a novel Christmas. I can only hope that stars Jared Butler. I'm going to tune in for that. <laughs> Um, brilliant. A very Yorkshire Christmas, Once Upon a Christmas Miracle, and Christmas on Fifth Avenue. Okay. Just this week. And none of those were made before 2018. 
Oh my goodness. So this is obviously, this is a recent phenomenon. Mm. Just absolute nonsense, cookie cutter, this, churning out. This feels like a Sharknado Doesn't sort it? of, and and that similar ilk of film that yeah. seemed to take off a few years ago. Yeah. Like proper, not even B-movie. Yeah. Christmas films, like Z. <laughs> Z movie <laughs> Christmas films. Yeah. And I think this is diluting it, isn't it? You know, I mean, I mean, I'm very, very sorry if anybody's favourite Christmas film is a Kiss for Christmas. You know, I'm sure it's <laughs> wonderful, but oh, well, I film. doubt that. I doubt that. And yeah. it's kind of like diluting all these classics, isn't it? Yeah. You know? I mean, for me, classic Christmas film, Die Hard. I, I have to completely agree with you. Yeah. yeah. I know it's controversial for some people, but I reckon the majority of people appreciate Die Hard for what it is. Definitely. A Christmas film. Definitely. Have you ever watched it in July? Uh, I mean, I probably have. Just yeah, because I love that film. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. You watch it. it in... It's uh, every Christmas I watch it. If we were, um, we're in our alternate recording studio, mm-hmm. um, if we were in our standard recording studio, you would be able to find Die Hard in my DVD collection in the Christmas set. There you go. See? That's where it lives. It's a Christmas yeah. film. It's on Sky Movies Christmas Channel as well, which yeah. just that's end of discussion. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I mean, I watched Meet Me in St Louis. Mm-hmm. I can never remember. Is it is it St Louis or is it St Louis? I would have said St Louis, but Saint I Louis? feel like it could be St Louis. I mean, there's a song. I should remember that. Anyway, I watched mm. that for the first time a couple of years ago because I know that that's a lot of people's favourite Christmas film, mm-hmm. and it's. I, I really didn't like it one bit at all. Yeah. Footnote. Judy Garland pronounces it St. Louis, so that's what we're going for. Meet Me in St. Louis was the second highest grossing film of 1944. It was MGM's most successful musical of the 1940s and was selected for preservation in the US National Film Registry in 1994 because of its cultural, historical and aesthetic significance. So maybe I should give it another go. Um, And although there's a bit of it that takes place in December, Mm -hmm. the rest of it, it takes place throughout the year. So you've got a spring section, summer section, and Mm -hmm. autumn section, fall, I should say. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's not a Christmas film. Yeah. I mean, there are many people who would take issue with It's a Wonderful Life being a Christmas film. I would fight them <laughs> that. Um, But a lot of that doesn't take place. Uh, the Christmas Eve is really only the last half hour of the film. But the point is, the film is leading up to exactly, Christmas. Exactly, yes, exactly. It's like a nightmare before Christmas. I yeah. mean, it's got Christmas in the title. It's about somebody wanting to do Christmas. Yeah. Like, in their way. Uh-huh. But it's kind of a Halloween film too, but it leads up to Christmas. To Christmas, yeah, definitely. It's a Christmas film. Yeah. Films that are associated with Christmas that aren't actually Christmas films, mm-hmm. because somebody, again, at work I was chatting to, mm-hmm. said that what makes a Christmas film for them, and they were just joking, was Macaulay Culkin. But then we started talking, and Home Alone's not set at Christmas. No. But it's a Christmas film. Exactly. But it's not. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, everything about it feels Christmassy. Like the music and everything yeah. feels Christmassy. Yeah. But it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Planes, yeah. trains, and automobiles came up. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. It is. And yet, the films that people watch every Christmas. True. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't. <laughs> we don't obviously celebrate Thanksgiving. It's not a thing here. No. Um. So if I'm going to watch like Home Alone or I'm going to watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, I, it, you watch it. Christmas. I watch it at Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course you do. Mm. How about Gremlins? Gremlins is a Christmas film. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. I mean, Gizmo's got a Christmas hat on. What more do you exactly. need? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we're a very broad church here. We're, we're going to we let are. anybody into the Christmas film fold, yes. aren't we? Yeah. Just in the interests of peace and harmony. Yeah. But such. please don't come at me using the uh, term Christmas adjacent films oh, goodness, because no. I'm not having it. No. And you know who I'm talking <laughs> to. My little elven friend. <laughs> Your little friend with an interest in elf culture. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, I think that about wraps it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I need to go off and stir some figgy pudding. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little late for all that. <laughs> Um, and yeah, do some Christmas wrapping. How how are you getting on with your with your shopping? Uh, well, shopping is actually yeah. almost complete. Uh-huh. I haven't wrapped anything yet. 
Mm-hmm. But that's what I do when I put Die Hard on. Yay! Yeah. Excellent. How about you? It'll be Muppets Christmas Carol for me. Oh, yes. yeah. 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 I've already watched Elf. Good. I watched Elf when I was uh, putting the tree up. Nice. Um, did I? No, I watched Nativity when I was putting the tree up. <laughs> I watched Elf when I was writing some Christmas cards. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, wrapping presents, that'll be uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, yes, yes. I think I'm doing okay. I've already listened to the soundtrack twice this Oh, month. very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, whatever you're going to be watching mm-hmm. this Christmas, enjoy it. There'll be a lot of people watching Bond this Christmas, I would imagine. I guess so. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, whatever films you're watching, may they be your Christmas films. Mm-hmm. Enjoy them. Merry Christmas, everybody. Is your blower still working? Oh, let's see. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's working again now. <laughs> Mine's not working. <laughs> Merry Christmas, all. We'll see you in the new year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.